The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up. You were talking about chiseling blood and urine? Yes. <laughs> that's all we talk about. Yeah. This is the uh, grinder edition of the podcast. Every once in a while, a, a feces sample. Oh, God <laughs> damn. These aren't animals. We're talking humans. And the guy who uh, would look, the pathologist that would look at the feces, I remember he had this bumper sticker on the door to his office and it said, it may be shit to you, but it's my bread and butter. <laughs> damn. Does he lie a lot? Because he's a pathologist liar? <laughs> oh, <Liar>. yeah. <laughs> Something there. Something there. Yeah. Your next oh, yeah. stand-up special. No, I think because yeah. they were not around... People that are alive a lot, they were just had a wicked sense of humor. Very dry. Jesus. Dry as a <laughs> dry as, as ice. Dry as ice, dude. <laughs> dry as ice. Hey, that kind of makes sense, though. So. It does. We've used that before. Uh yeah. Your space looks awesome. Thanks. Hey, don't get hey, wait, wait, wait. Let's save the accolades for a minute here. Uh, this up. is Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I am Lane. I'm Paul. This is a uh, we're starting the podcast a little late and, uh, just had a nice sushi dinner and some drinks. I left my fucking jacket there. Oh, what? Did you, Did you go back? No, I called him. Huh. I have a lost and found like a fucking elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> you described the jacket. First of all, I, uh, some kids stole it already. <laughs> it happens all the time. But, uh, we get there and I, I said, oh, table for three. And she says, okay, it'll just be a few minutes. And I go, do you want my name? No, no, I'll come in. I'll come and find you. Yeah. We were waiting outside. She forgot what you looked like. Eyesight, because I, I wasn't wearing my jacket. No, I, I can see her. She can see yeah. us waiting. Uh, two people walk in and get a table right away, and I go, yeah. oh, fuck. And I go back there at table for three, and she goes, oh, oh, right. Okay, yeah, it's ready. It's like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. So now this is the type of people that I have to entrust with my jacket. You know, who knows what's happening? Members only or what? What are we talking nice, about here? Little, nice little crip little windbreaker. Crip one? Sweat. <laughs> Swick. That's a swicky little crip That's a swicky quicky one. Uh, uh, a little North Face or what? what are you nah, it's a Link Soul, uh, which I'm down with. Right. I like that. Oh, Link Soul. I don't want You have a lot it. of Link Soul stuff. I know. My buddy's a rep, so I get oh, super okay. cheap clothes and I like yeah, it. Yeah, I remember you had a Link Soul hat. I, I had no idea... It's a mix. Oh, there it is. It's a mix of. Uh, it's a surf golf company. Yeah, because a lot of surfers golf. It's their, that's yeah. their vibe. Yeah, that's like their. So they sell board shorts and like golf polos in the same yeah. line. Wow, that's not a combination. I would. Link yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I just watched the uh, Kelly Slater documentary, and uh, he's, he's like, "Yeah, I'm friends with Bill Murray because I golf with him a lot." He's a scratch and, golfer. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of those guys. Can you imagine golfing with Bill Murray and not and not making catch. Dude, quotes. you did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just. He's just so into it, so into golf. Uh, we're joined by Paul Kramer of uh, Grinder and um, no, what? Uh, Auto Kennel. That's right. Auto Kennel. <laughs> Auto Kennel. I almost forgot. I like uh, Grinder. I know. Me too. I, shifting. I don't like to Grinder, but. You know, other times. Um, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks this for is having me. Not your first rodeo. No, 
We did uh, it once or twice. I think you've been on the podcast like five times. Twice. Twice. Uh, never in a podcast studio, though? No. Once at uh, Phil's house. Phil's house yeah. uh, Croc, GT4's house in Carmel. Yep. And then where was the other time? There was another time. There was another time. There definitely time. was. You should know. How do we remember? Well, yeah, no, come on, Paul. No, wasn't it in? Uh, it was in Car Week, right? That was the one. Oh no, it was uh, camping. Camping while Austin. No. Oh, we were in a car at the last Lufka cult at the very end. Yeah, but that doesn't count. That was kind of. Remember, you guys were in that Mexican. Yeah, area. all Mexican thing. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. You hopped on there. But no, we had. I think we had you on. Oh, well, maybe maybe that's it. It feels like it was. Was there a time. rally where you jumped on a rally uh, night of the rally? No, and, you- and never at Morning Motors. I mean, sorry, not Morning Motors, but at uh, Camping Wall Awesome. No, we I did one. Camping Wall Awesome. Yeah, I don't hmm. know. Weird. Well, if you're uh, <laughs> if you're listening and you know when Paul was on, you could call in. Call in. We talk about <laughs> Paul a lot. Line, it's lighting up. We do call. Yeah, I can't take that call right now, but uh, we do talk about autocunnel quite a bit. And you, yeah, you, do. you do listen, right? You, oh yeah, I do. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, it's been. I think I, that's I, not I, a fake. You're no, I, the first I, it was probably a couple years ago, and I think I forgot who it was that recommended it. And I listened. It was the first episode was Brian going to pick up his convertible Buick and Megabus. <laughs> Yes. And I remember thinking, I, I've grown up my whole life in California. I'd never heard of Megabus. Oh, yeah. No, me I, don't know, I don't even know anyone who takes a bus. No. Nah, it's only like uh, Czechoslovakian uh, immigrants. Megabus, 15.2,000. Whoa. They're Dude. beating uh, Bovrel or whatever. Who the fuck is... Who wants to follow this Megabus? 15,000? Do they have cool posts? They have 195 posts. They don't even have much. Oh, they don't even have that much. Wow. There's people who have... People have iPhones? Golden tickets, like they want to ride. So I bet you... Like, I'm not it, sure that's a good thing. Oh, yeah. I bet you they have like a uh, raffle kind of thing. Or, you know... Uh, yeah. Oh, giveaways. Giveaways. Yeah, that's I mean, why. Look at, that, look at that person. You know, I just finished my meth... Thing and no, then, she finished like uh, <laughs> some Prozac and then got the golden ticket. And the golden ticket is really just a bathroom pass. She doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it looks like an icon for a toilet. <laughs> yeah, it does. Corner. And it says no cats allowed in the bathroom because oh, half the people funny. on Megabus have a cat. Yeah. But it comes a, with a free toothbrush you can use in that. It's un diente, one toothbrush. What Paul was thinking about was Lufka Cult 4. We were recording a podcast, and he came up and was, like, yeah. saying hi to us when we were recording. And actually, I never – I don't think I you hadn't knew listened your pictures. Yet. Oh, yeah. I was trying to listen to the voices. Gotcha. And I think you had a – We had Patrick Stevenson was on. And there was – And Manuel Correa. And I thought Manuel was art. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I, I racial profiled him. That's, that's yeah, not too far off. That's not, that's yeah. Yeah, that's not he, was like, he was very excited. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah Manuel is the most excited I, person I, ever. It must be art, but he's, his voice is a different pitch. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But, that was – I met – we met um, Tape Deck Whips at that show as well. Yeah, Raid. I actually uh, – Raid, I got to see his new Mondial. Oh, cool. Beautiful. Really? He has nice cars. Yeah. He, that thing, it's it's so clean. And so I asked him the first thing, you'd take it on a rally. And yeah. Nope. And he's sort of like, don't do uh, it. And I'm like, don't my do first it. thought was, you kind of go on a cruise. So you, you don't, know. don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. It is really it's clean. It's not the right car for it. It's, yeah. It, I love those things, but. I do too. I've always loved them, but no one ever. I, I like the, those in the 400i and everyone. I like the coupes. Uh, is this a coupe? Oh, yeah. Berlinetta. God damn. Yeah, the yeah. convertibles look kind of 
kind of strange. Just, they're frumpy, and it was a very cab forward. I don't know if you like the oh, side yeah. profile of a convertible. is a very weird thing. Yeah, you I look like know. you're sitting on the front axle. Yeah. Kind of like it's a funky pickup thing. truck. Yeah, good for him. I, uh, I was also thinking about when I first – I didn't know you very well. I think we had maybe met once before, and then you came to Radwood SoCal, uh, the second ever Radwood, yep. as uh, – Plump Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fucking Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Uh, John Travolta. John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And, uh, I thought it because it had the Santa Cruz banana slug. Dude, you killed it. Santa yeah. Fun. Yeah. He's wearing banana slug sweatshirt right now. But all you need is a t shirt and a black wig and you were in there. It was, I like, I had everything. Yeah. And but then I knew I was afterwards. like, and I'm like, this guy's, this guy's cool because, you know, not everyone was dressing up hardcore at that point. Now at our shows, it's like 80%, I would say. So maybe yeah, more. for sure. It just I'm just talking about one piece of flair. Uh, it's probably like an eighty percenter, not full oh, yeah. on wigs and stuff. No, how many uh, was it? Biggie Smalls at the last? Oh yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it was like four in the beer line. Oh, was there? Oh yeah. And what do you mean, just wearing a the, the was it the Coogie sweater or whatever there? No, no, not it was it. It was wearing the um the velour warm up Adidas suit with yeah. the big Mercedes. Oh, that wouldn't be a big. That, that would be like flavor. a flavor flavor. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there was like there was, and it's like a dark blue, and there was yeah. we were standing in the line. Oh, Run DMC. Here. I mean, that, that's and like a like four of them, the same color. Yeah, the yeah. Same. I think that's an easy one too. We see that a lot at a lot of shows. Is that people can wear a jumpsuit and they're in, and that's comfortable and and totally easy. And well, I told Jennifer this year, uh, I'll do anything, no more wigs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking wigs. Too hot. Wigs are tough. Yeah. Oh yeah, you just itchy. You know, but the good thing about the wig, I walked around the, the last two. I wore a wig and. No one knew who I was. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of good. Kind of walk around. Yeah. You know? Oh, because you're kind of because you're so famous. No, no, it wasn't that. <laughs> it was just that I just sort of like I walked by someone and you yeah. know when you don't know their name but you recognize them. Yeah, I ever. But, but I would go, hey, and they would look at you like I'm confusing people that have the same race. <laughs> I just, they all look the same. Uh, <laughs> your buddy, so um, Stephen Villagross, is that Villagross? Ever at the last show? Track bitch. What track bitch? That's how I met him. Because I, I, I like to go racing, right? Yeah. I don't do it anymore. And it was just, I was so exhausted between getting the car on the trailer, unloading it. Like, even, I know it sounds horrible, just after doing a session, doing tire pressures, I was just like, screw it. So I just put a thing on Facebook, and I don't even think I was on Instagram. And I just go, hey, looking for someone to do, help me out. I'll Whoa. pay you 100 bucks a day. And, and, you know, room and stuff. Yeah. And he's, and he's a BMW mechanic, uh-huh. which was a bonus. Did you let him drive? Or just yeah, he out? would, like, we would have, like, lunch sessions where you can oh. go out and just. That's cool. He's still paid. paid to. And yeah. he would go out, which I wanted him to drive and see, hey, does it feel okay to you? And, and it was great. There's, uh, in fact, one of the recent posts I put, which was my old race car, um, it's actually, he pointed out, he's laying underneath the trailer trying to tie it down. Oh, that's classic. But, <laughs> Uh, but he was at the last Radwood and he was dressed as him and a bunch of people were dressed as the, is it Lambda, 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 uh, oh, the Revenge, yeah, of the Revenge of the Nerds. And, uh, I was talking to him and he's like, yeah, I've never even seen the movie. But I'm like, what the, the fuck, movie. dude? Yeah, dude. I, mean, I haven't seen it for a million years. But years. you've know, seen it. But you can go on almost any format and, you know, it's least, a very you think accessible you would, movie. Oh, I've seen, that I'd seen Pulp no, Fiction a bunch of times, but before well. that, I watched it again. Same thing with Fast Times at Ridgemont. Yeah, like what? What are his lines? Was that a Ridgemont? Ridgemont. Ridgemont. Yeah, but whatever. yeah, you would definitely watch it. Fast Times at Ridgemont. <laughs> you would usually watch it before you went like yeah. dressed up like that, yeah. and you get into the spirit the of character. things. Yeah, exactly. Um, very um, 
uh, not very woke movie. <laughs> If you watch it oh, these days, anything before like 2010 is not very. But we're talking about some scenes are very, very uh, racist. Uh, or, uh, yeah, female. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Me Too movement shit. Oh yeah, yeah. some really bad ones. Yeah, um, yeah. He's so horny, kind of stuff going on. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Would you Long duck dong. Would you? Yeah, exactly. Uh, would you rather wear a a wig? That is always kind of blowing and getting in your mouth, or mm-hmm. or a mask. Oh. oh God, both suck. Wig, yeah, wig. Yeah. I mean, there's mask. Nothing, yeah, it's like you, they get sweaty. It's like a elephant's fucking uh, diaphragm. Yeah, it's, it smells like your foot. Elephant's diaphragm. Dude, that was it's like one when you're a day. kid. You for Halloween, you get the, the the most grotesque mask, and after like the second year, yeah, it smelled just, like a. Like hobo's makeup, dude. On. After the second house, it's like off your head too. So I actually kind of a weird off tangent mass story. So when I was in college, my roommate went to a very exclusive uh, boarding school for high school in Robert Louis Stevenson, which was in Pebble Car- Beach, Carmel. Yeah, yeah. And his roommate RLS. was Sammy Hagar's son, Aaron Hagar. Mm. And so we were talking about Halloween one year, and, and he's like, oh, "We should do." We had some weird ideas. He's like. My old roommate in high school is in the theater, whatever thing at USC for film school or whatever. And so I remember we went to there for him to make a mask, you know, do an imprint. We did all this stuff to get the mask. Mask never showed up. Uh, it's kind of like one of those uh, dildo kits. Yeah. You know, <laughs> dildo <laughs> kit. You put your thing in the, the thing and you fill it with foam and then you send it away and then they're supposed to send you back. Oh, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Have you done this? I just heard about this recently. Someone I read about uh, it. <laughs> it was some celebrity was having a, was a his, comedian a dildo of his own. Uh, a chick brought one to his show for him to make it. Oh, and then it would with her address. Okay, so that's creepy. Essentially, she could yeah yeah be him. with him. Be with him. Wow. Have him. Anyways, I'm not making this stuff up, people. This is. Uh, <laughs> This is real facts. <laughs> the world we live in. Uh, so let's set the scene here. Yes. It is Saturday night before morning motors. Paul is here in Santa Cruz, which for the listeners, he lives in Los Angeles. No, Orange County. Orange County. Same thing. No, actually, it's not. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was thrown out LA left and right when we were in, uh, at Radwood and I was corrected multiple times. Oh, were you? Yeah. Not Orange, not, uh, LA. Yeah. They like, yeah, Orange County's. It's a county. Uh, anyways, that's exactly it. So you flew up here uh, for what reason? Not just to come to Morning Motors. <clears throat> that was the primary reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually, I was I've been thinking about it for a while. Like I would just go for a drive and drive up here, uh, kind of like Colin did. I think uh, the last one. And uh, so I, against my own advice, bought a car sight unseen on Bring a Trailer. Um, I don't recommend this for any significant purchase that's significant significant to you in one financial way, but that's a do as I say, not as I do kind yeah. of situation. But in this case, um, it was a car that I had been soft looking for for five years, um, and it's it's not like I had a choice of oh, there's one back east, or there's one here. They just the only time I would ever see one is you're on the five freeway or the 101. You're going by you know, an agricultural area and there's, there's day workers out there and you would see one of these cars on this dirt kind of at a angle, 
I call them one wheel in the grave, just repainted, repainted, different wheels. And I would look at it going, wow, you know, when's the last time I saw a clean one? So the car is a 1987 Isuzu Impulse RS Turbo. Uh (laughs) White? White. They only came, so 87 was one year only. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Came in white. Oh, by the way, I did not know that. And they don't have handling by Lotus. No, it, it, it's so funny. There, there's certain cars where people who are car people but just don't care about that car. But there's one thing that sticks. Like we were talking about earlier tonight. You say Audi TT, and if you yeah. know nothing about it, the baseball first, glove, see, baseball glove interior. Yeah. Um, when I someone at, when I posted something or said something, I must have had. At least ten or fifteen emails. Is this the one with handling by Lotus? Because they had a badge. They just had a get, green badge. Just get the badge. No. <laughs> so, the, so eighty eight was the handling by Lotus. Gotcha. And the only there's two reasons it was a deal killer was the eighty seven had those really funky Jajaro wheels that were just they're ugly on their own, but they kind of work with the whole vibe of the car. But the other thing was 87 was the last year that had the little eyelids that popped up. Mm, and it's pretty rad. And that's just one of those things that pretty rad back. My first kind of new car was an 87 Acura Integra. And if you remember the headlights weren't the traditional pop up, they didn't close all the way. They kind of created that yeah, black, black uh, yeah. space eyeliner, which I'm sure 10 years later, they're probably putting floater lights behind it to uh-huh. accentuate it. And and this was kind of that take, you know, there, there was a, f- I, I grew up with pop-up headlights and there's certain pop-up headlights, like the 928's iconic kind of, you know, like a halibut, Frog eyes. like a halibut looking up and Frog eyes, yeah. pop-up Corvettes always, they do the like weird the complicated, twist, yeah. you know, 270 degree yeah. flip over. Um, and I think, you know, the worst ones are Fieros because when they're up, you've got this big excess. Uh-huh. Opals are pretty cool. They go Opals, up like yeah. sideways, right? Yeah. Is it sideways? Yeah. There's, or, or look at the old sixties Rivieras with the clamshell. Oh, yeah. so, Very cool. So I like, I've always been a fan of unique ways to, you know, reveal the headlight. And so. And they're outlawed. I mean, what's that? they're outlawed. So it's like, we're not getting those back. So were they outlawed or it's just irrelevant because of, no, I think it's outlawed. I think there's something to do with like a daytime running lights or something like that. It was, so it was interesting. We had a couple Lotus Elons, like sixties, early seventies, whatever, Mark two, whatever. And so their headlights are kind of like the Opal. They're a really curved thing underneath and they flip all the way over. So when I, the first one I got, I was sitting at my desk. The car had been parked for a couple hours and it scared the crap out of me because it's quiet in the shop and the headlights open. And I thought, oh, that's something kind of weird. So I turned them on, turned them off, and it did it for a while. So I started researching, digging around. So, and this is very Lotus. They were afraid, which is probably goes back to why they were banned. They were afraid that the headlights would stick in the closed position, you'd have no lights, which was dangerous. So they have this default mechanism. I don't know if it's on a, a hydraulic or a vacuum, but when it is done, it automatically defaults to flipping them up so uh, that you can turn your lights on and you're not going to get stuck with no lights. Because hmm. they figured wow. humans are idiots and if they have no lights, they'd rather drive with no lights yeah. to get to where they want to go. Versus Sure, sure. So maybe that was... they were. I'm actually surprised they would... Even think about that at all. It, the probably, it probably was marketing going, Hey, we have this problem. These lights kind of pop up randomly and they're like, Yeah. 
We'll call it a safety feature. The the um yeah, yeah. the uh, opals are gnarly. You just like you basically have oh, to pull yeah. this like it's like basically a it's stick manual. or man. They're manual, so you have to pull really hard, and oh, to close really? them, you have to like shove it like crazy. It's, it's like, a a, like the early seventies. It's a rod, yeah. See, I've always liked those. They cars. look like a little mini Corvette. Those yeah, they look like a mini two fifty GTO. Yeah, yeah, mini two fifty GTO, definitely. And and whenever we'd be at a car show, and you you never see one in the show. Like I remember the Concorde Italiano when it used to be the only thing at Monterey. The the Concorde Italiano sucked because it was just a bunch of red Ferraris. But out in the parking lot was just the most bitching crowd. You yeah. always see like one insanely clean Opal. And I I remember I'd look at that and everyone everyone would try to talk me off the ledge like, oh, they're I'm sure they're not the greatest motors, but yeah. they're now old cars. And, yeah. You know, I don't know much about them. They're Have cool. you had one on the rally? Never. Nope. I know uh, so Alana, so that she- Alana Shear has one. So you're not a Patreon listener, but if you have an Opal GT, <laughs> you, yeah. you're in. You're in. <laughs> so yeah, those are cool. You get like 30 emails from the yeah, Opal right. GT. I would well. never... I'd see them a lot growing up, but I never... You rarely saw them running. But they're shitty. I saw them like in yards. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So, so that's kind of... So going back to the Isuzu Impulse, um, same kind of thing. I do not. I mean, Auto Kennel doesn't buy cars and sell them because I've just never been into. I do buy cars that I. My philosophy is I'm going to keep it for five years and I'll lose half the money on it. And like when I'm okay mentally with that, then I'll buy the car. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some kind of I have a use for it. Like I know I'm going. I could use it for this or that. And as you get older, you start to get a little more. Pragmatic. It's not like I'm an oh, get a convertible and drive down PCH, but like hey, I could you know drive this two days a week, go on a rally, yeah, whatever. And um, so when I was I'm 50, so when I was in high school or when I was like 14, 15, which someone told me 14 years old is the age that the car person's mind is fully developed. 14. They say that 14, you're you're. Like car. Your, the car mind, the, the car, whatever. If you look at the diagram of your brain, that's funny. You know, in the cerebral cortex, and the <laughs> don't, don't try to bring in the brain. And there's this one this part; it's your car part. Journalists <laughs> wrote this bullshit, <laughs> and, it's, and it's fully developed at 14 in terms of uh, what you like. You may not know everything about the cars, but you have a dis- a distinct thing about what direction. Yeah, like maybe that's oh, I'm gonna like American cars. So or, that's why you bought an Isuzu. So yeah, we were, I, um, at the time I was driving my first car or and I didn't know I didn't have a car yet. Um, but my first car was that Chrysler station wagon. But when, at that age I had, I knew people were getting Scirocco's or they were getting a Honda Civic. I just, they were, that was kind of yeah. the vibe. And my dad and I would go to the LA auto show every year. And I remember the first time we saw the Isuzu impulse, I think it came out like 81 or something. And it just, was such a it looked like a better version of the Scirocco. And it's Chizaro too, right? Chizaro. Yeah. Which I'm sure Jason Camisa could probably tell you because I think he'll probably correct me, but I thought it was Jajaro was working for Volkswagen. He was making the mark the, the mark, second gen Scirocco. Scirocco went with an internal design team to which basically looked awful yeah, similar. which looked awful similar. And then Jajaro took the design that he was going to take use for that. Right. And made, you know, sold it to, uh, to what's so their names? When I saw the, the impulse, I, I don't know what it was about it. The shape, the, the, the weirdness of it. It was not like it was Japanese, but it didn't have a lot of the, the boring econo box Japanese thing. It was like someone actually put thought into design. And the fact that nobody else is paying it any attention, probably yeah. comparatively, you know, yeah. there's always something to be said for that. Yeah. And so then when I turned 16, 
Um, and I got a station wagon. I remember going to the LA Auto Show, and that's when the RS came out. And it was in the 80s, that whole Euro look with white bumpers, everything white. I don't know if you remember, we we used to take uh, pinstriping tape and do pinstriping tape on the taillights. Uh, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. So it would be almost like white until the brake light came on, and the cops would always pull you over. You had to take it off. It took forever to put it on so it didn't look all squiggly and, and you know, kind of bizarre. Um, and there's something, uh, the, it looked very Euro, everything white, monochromatic. It had a turbo. Um, at the time, I didn't even know what the benefit was, rear-wheel drive versus front-wheel drive. It had nothing to do with the manual or anything. It just, the design to me was so interesting looking. And I, I, my dad's been looking for it. If I get it, I'll post it. There's a picture of me, 16 years old or 15, standing next to that car at the LA Auto Show, like on their little huh. rotunda booth or whatever. And, but, wow. I, but I think at the time that car was 16 grand in 87. Darn, that's expensive. Yeah, how much was a Scirocco Mark? Uh, I don't know. Probably like 20. No, 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 it was probably that, that, that price or less. Yeah. I was going to say like 14 grand. Which I think yeah. was the problem was because people were like, why would you get the impulse yeah. when you can get a short? Yeah, I was just looking at a 1985 car and driver. I think it was 85 and a base golf was like 7,900 bucks. Was it? Yeah. 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 Wow. So, but the big difference here is your car is rear wheel drive. It is. I, I mean, there's. I mean, that's, that's a big selling point, and it also makes a car more expensive. Supposedly so. a Chevette or something. Oh, someone put, I don't know. No, but it, I it saw that been, a couple well, so, places. So GM bought Isuzu early on. Like, yeah. in the, they bought Isuzu back in the 70s. Huh. Um, and if you look at the old Isuzus from the 70s, they kind of look like, um, like Toyotas and Mazdas of the time. They, yeah. they all had that kind of, like, you know, Super B kind of vibe to them. Um, but I think they bought it because they saw this as an entree into building cheaper cars or whatever it was. And then, uh, you know, then Jajaro came on board and I always wonder kind of how that relationship went. Cause he's very different than what it looked like the Japanese thinking was for design. And, um, you know, I just, so as I started learning about it, it was odd because at that time, Honda, Toyota, everyone was front wheel drive. I mean, the only difference was Toyota Celica. I don't even know where they all-wheel drive yet. Did they have all-wheel drive? No. What year? 87, 85. 87 was like the first ones, right? 85 was the last of that rear rear drive. Is that the one where the headlights were kind of a black cover that would pop up? But but the later ones, they went to all-wheel drive. They They had the all-track in like, what, 88 maybe or something? Yeah. I don't know. And then, um, yeah, there was no Honda... Hondas were all I mean, front wheel drive. Yeah, they had yeah. like four wheel steering. Maybe the Acura Integra was basically the same as a Honda, just the the dual yeah. red cam motor. And I had a '87 Integra. And to digress a little bit, I had that for ten years, a new in '87, and I had it for ten years. And then about ten years ago, in 2006 or seven, I found a clean '89 and bought it, and it looked just like my old one. And I and I got bored of it because I forgot kind of how shitty they were i mean they were nice for the time but the plastic's old and and so forth but um so the as i read about the impulse it's rear-wheel drive limited slip it has sway bars front and rear which sounds weird but like that's a, a huge deal yeah four-wheel disc brakes remember hondas were mostly yeah, yeah. Rear, rear drums um it had so the so 
I've been trying to figure out about the suspension. I, there was complaints when you dig in, I was pulling up reviews from that time period. And a lot of reviews felt that the Lotus suspension was not as good as what they designed. Like they yanked out everything that was really well developed for that car. Cause the, the biggest problem with that car is the rear suspension is like this multi-link kind of tra- it's a trailing arm E30 ish, but yeah. it wasn't as well developed. And the Lotus, their complaint was the Lotus didn't work as well for that design as what they had developed in the setup. I mean, I haven't, this is the first one I've ever driven. So it, it does drive remarkably better than the Integra, the first gen. Integra. Really? And I, and it's not like I, cause I remember that from, you know, 30 years ago, I had one, you know, I think I sold it about eight years ago, nine yeah, years yeah. ago. And I remember being kind of let down mm-hmm. and this one, um, so it's turbocharged, intercooled. It's a single overhead cam, eight valve motor. So it's kind of a two liter dumbed down motor, but it's torquey. Turbo, like, yeah. Coming over 17, like I was fully ready for the Integra would just, would not, I mean, it just, you, you had, had nothing. to 7,000, but it didn't matter. You needed like it to go to 12,000 to get up over <laughs> yeah. the hill. And this one had torque. I think it's 140 horsepower, almost 170 pound feet of torque. Oh, yeah. And it weighs, 2,700 pounds, E30-ish mm. kind of range. And so this is public knowledge. You bought it on a public forum, a public auction. What did you yeah. pay for it? It was 8,500 plus okay. 5%. Most and expensive <laughs> impulse ever? <laughs> no, no. So, and, and I was really shocked because um, there's been three this year that have gone on Bring a Trailer. Um, one went recent. It was like an earlier one, non-turbo, which I, I do think the non-turbos are probably pretty horrible. It just yeah. it feels, I bet you it's worse than the entire. Oh, dude, oh wait, yeah. And what, what's the power on that? If this thing only makes 140 yeah. and no torque. No torque. So there was one of those that went, and it wasn't as clean as this, and it went for 4,200. Uh-huh. But then about three or four months ago, there was a blue 88 turbo automatic. It had more miles. Like a, this one has sixty-eight thousand miles. That one had a Good automatic knock. Automatic like percent. And that one went for eighty. That oh, one went for nine thousand. Oh, damn, you got and a so, deal. So I really started getting worried when I bid. I was like, because here's my philosophy with buying cars like that. I don't care what it's worth tomorrow, but my fear was that if it became a twenty thousand dollar car, like. I mean, like we talked about three three sevens. Yeah, they were five thousand dollars cars, and then they became a lot more. Yeah, and I was afraid. I really wanted to have that experience, and I was afraid it would be at a price point that I couldn't justify it. Yeah, yeah. like at twenty thousand dollars, I don't want. It's not worth. It's not worth that experience. But at eighty five hundred, and I drive it for a few. If I drive it for a year, and I'm like, this isn't what I thought. Yeah. If it sells, if you sell for six or or five or whatever, you're fine. fine. That. That amount of money is worth yeah. the next experience I'm going to get out of it. Same thing yeah. with the Citron. Like it was a lot of money, but I I quickly saw that this car is going to be way more expensive. And it was another one of those cars that are so hard to find, not shitty, because yeah. they are. There are two ways. They're really nice Survivor that's got everything going for it, or yeah. they like the ones that have been on bring a trailer. Like I look at those and I, after fixing stuff on, yeah. it took us two months to replace the starter. And the whole time I'm thinking, oh, fuck, if that thing went when I was in Monterey, because it's not everything else went when you were in Monterey. 
No, that was just the windows and the ventilation system. Okay, so. I got home. <laughs> um, yeah, and then there's there's basket case SMs on mm-hmm. Craigslist. There's been one. There's this white one. I don't. I think it's in Salinas or Carmel or something. It's been on Craigslist for like three years, and it's it's like how much is it? I think it's like seven thousand dollars, but needs everything. Yeah, I, I don't even know where you. I mean, yeah, just just to replace the starter, I. The parts are out there. I got one part. It came in. It didn't fit. I got another part. It didn't work. And then finally, I'm like, screw it. We're just going to rebuild the starter. I think we talked about this. Yeah. The starter weighs over 25 pounds. Yeah. It's just an anchor. And it's it, when you look at how it's installed, it's it's the it's right by the headers. Backwards. It's the thing. most backwards. But the yeah. fact that this thing's been, it's the original one that's worked for oh, wow. 40 Even years. Even next to the header, header getting all hot and stuff. Oh, yeah. And um, so... It, and I think that's just one component. Yep. And going through all of those, and, and it's funny. I was at uh, Pelican Parts had their um, their little cars, cars and coffee, yeah. but they do it kind of randomly, like once a quarter. So Wayne Dempsey was there, and Wayne and I go back before when Pelican was just a setup tent, and we were talking about because he's got like me, he has, eclectic tastes. He yeah. likes weird ball stuff. Uh, and by the way, if you want a 962, I think he's selling his 962. Oh, the purple one, the wind car? He's got like three or four of them. Yeah, he has a bunch of them. He's right? the only, he was his claim to fame, the only guy who works on his own 962. <laughs> so three nuts. or four of them? Yeah. Yeah. He was, he, had, he was very savvy. He was buying them when they were a fourth of what they are now. Remember he had that purple, yeah, the wind a, one that was at Canepa? Yeah, and and then money. he had that 914.6 and it was stolen. It was a, it's a replica, but. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, I, indirectly he got a chassis a client of mine sold his car and one guy won the engine one got the chassis he got the chassis and he put a real 906 motor in it and it's oh, just wow. it's wicked but cool. anyway um we we're talking about how spoiled porsche bmw guys are because you order something and it's there the next day i mean you can get for porsche especially you know i'll go onto their website and find all kinds of you know all of them just it's like three or four vendors making the same. You know, when you, you know, when you pull up the yeah. SSF stuff and yeah, it's yeah. kind of like five people are making the same somewhat obscure little part. Yeah. And yeah. and then they get a slap of reality with, with Citron, which I think is, um, prepared me for Isuzu ownership. Yeah. I think so. That was like having a puppy and then Isuzu was a kid or whatever. <laughs> I have, I have started looking for parts and just to see. And you should start trim pieces. And- Cause War- Warren finds, runs into that with his Mighty Max. It's horrible. And we were, we were talking to, some, I think it was Andrew from Auto Off Topic yeah. or something. They were talking about the Mitsub, they're into Mitsubishis, like, like Starions and Eclipses and stuff oh, like that. That's another car. And really it's like, like like getting parts for those, it's kind of that same kind of thing. It's like finding the starter that works is is crazy, and you have to go through all these places, and it takes weeks to get, and they have to get it rebuilt. And and then when you start going into aftermarket stuff, like the right spring and shock kit or whatever, it's like yeah. unobtainium, or you don't know which ones that's, are going to fit. And That's my fear about yeah. it. I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I can certainly tell that. So the RS, they made 1,300 of them. That's Damn. it. It's pretty they low. all came the same way. Why? Are they U.S. only? Was that a, a worldwide car? Yeah. I just know there's 1,300 that came to the U.S. And, and about six remain. Yeah. Right? Like uh, good ones. Yep. I mean, how many good ones are out there? And I was, I was thinking of you, Lane, because I was digging around like any old commercials, all the Joe Zuzu stuff. Yeah. So uh, your oh, did friend. Did you hear we did Joe Zuzu trivia? 
Yes. Yeah. I thank you. That was for me. It was for yeah. me. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was uh, um, a Motor Week review. John. John. Was, yeah. Yeah. Did a and he, it's he's, it's funny. He looked really young because it was yeah thirty of that that car, right? Yeah. I think car. I watched. It was it. actually the Lotus one in '88. And I think I watched it recently. He, I think it was zero, the, that one was zero to sixty in ten seconds, seconds or something. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, ooh, the the SM and this will have a battle. Yeah, I think it was like ten seconds. Yeah, maybe it was, it was nine eight or yeah, something. Yeah, it like was. That. And they did the little slalom where yeah, oh, the things all, on three wheels the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they always have the dude like rowing through the gears like super aggressively and because it's done that, off screen. Yeah, it's like B roll stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's at a standstill. It's just like feeling it. You know, like that's the best it. video. If you go watch Ferrari, is it three forty eight? I think it's three forty eight. Really? Go oh watch God. that video of them, dr- like just sitting there dry shifting the car, and they are like, it. The lever is about to break. <laughs> you know, the little skinny, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just it bending. is so aggressive. They are just like, cock, 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 and they keep doing it back and forth and through all and the gears. cars, sitting still, sitting still. Nice. Yeah, yeah I love it because they always get like a minority person to get like in the car and uh-huh. try it out. Like we're going to fold the seats down, yeah, yeah. you know, the, and you see them get in the back seat and then yeah. they're like, they're wiggling stuff. Yeah. And then they always put their hand in between their leg and they go, they do like a disapproving like nod or something. It's so great. <laughs> it's funny watching that show now with new cars. They're so good that there's very little. Oh yeah. Annoyed about. Yeah. yeah. They've honed their skill. Yeah. I ran into him once at the press day at the Elliott auto show. Oh, yeah. It was just lane. What's, what's yeah, it? Like, yeah, it was like, yeah, I'm like, oh, Lane, and you turned around. Yeah. He, he looks ancient. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he wears a lot of makeup on that. He shirt. wears a ton yeah. of makeup. But he's also been doing it forever. He's like, he's like, uh, the color of Donald Trump. Yeah, he is. And I bet you he, he's probably doesn't give a shit about cars. Yeah. Well, he, I, Corvette only. He's a Corvette he, guy. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm trying to remember if it was Motor Week or not, but there was a really good one in, on 84 that compared the 928 to the Camaro. Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen that. One. It was more, it was and Motor just, Week. Cook the brakes on the Camaro. Yeah. I think they had pro drivers and mm-hmm. yeah, both rambling cars. road. Yeah, rambling road. And <laughs> Always the cars look horrible. Yeah, I know. They're like leaning. I'm like, God, and the tire like- technology too, like '84. Yeah, this is yeah. So bad. Those are but, good videos. And that was they're the great, and they're all available because we it's like a it's like a public television thing. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, they they've been re-releasing them like throughout the years. But I think the show originally is on like PBS. Yeah, it, it was. was yeah. No, yeah. I remember growing up, that's where I would, I would watch yeah, it. Because like when I grew up, we had Channel 2, 4, 7, 9, yeah, 11, yeah. 13, and 28. I remember it would be on around like dad cooking dinner, kind of 5 o'clock-ish or something like that. Uh, actually, I remember that was one remember of the first shows ones. we used our VCR to record. Oh, really? And our VCR had a remote that was a wired remote. Whoa. So the, oh, that's awesome. remember the first ones? It would have a wire. So we're not, no, I know, like, we're not that old. I mean, I remember having televisions without remotes where I had to go press yeah, the buttons. Definitely. Yes. That, definitely but, that. But and the VCR remote was a wire that you would, it had a little place to kind of coil yeah. it up because it was like about 20 feet. So you can reach. <laughs> and I remember because like, I don't think mine had walk by and I would make it a little more taut. You know, just trip, kind yeah. Of, yeah. Trip her up. So you do Classic. You know, your siblings. Classic. Uh, yeah. So, um, but you know, we were thinking about tires. We talked about, I, you know, the first thing I started doing was looking at tire sizes, what I could put on the car and it's got the tiger paws or whatever. Wow. But then I was wondering if, if you put like an R compound tire that that car wasn't designed, is yeah. it, it could actually break, break stuff. It. <laughs> break. Yeah. 
for all the bus probably the wheel there. bearings look like oh, right. chico balls or well, something. Well, I just think also the steering would feel super weird, and I don't know. It, it it's kind of like that Peugeot we drove, and it just definitely not. That's definitely not a car that's built. I mean, I don't think those are the most robust. Well, the first thing I looked for was like CN36s. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. So did you make what size are the wheels? So they're 14 inch, ah. 14 by 6. So it's oh, the dude, you, you could get those. Those are good tires. The Vredestein. The Vredestein. The so, so they're Jajaro designed too. Oh. It says it on the They say Jajaro huge oh, yeah. that's right. on the sidewall. Yeah, yeah. I have to look at that. I was on, t- I have a wholesale account, Tyrex, so I'll just oh, go to you that. Should. They're, they're really affordable. But there was, the problem, here's the weird thing is it said in the bring a trailer ad, and I saw it a bunch of other places, 205, uh, 205 60s. Yeah. But, oh, that's too wide. But they only made, in, but when no, I put it in tire rack, well, just go and you put the car in, I did it on a few other sites, it defaults to 195 60. Yeah. And then sure enough, he's got everyone I, like Hemmings did an article on one, every, every article I saw had 195 yeah. 60s, which yeah. is basically now minivan. Old minivan tires. Mm-hmm. It's light truck, like like light, light duty truck tires. Yeah, basically. like C rating, five hundred tread wear. So update on my tires, fifteen inch. Uh, they make those old Pirelli uh, style P sixes or whatever. P six thousand. P six thousand or P sevens or they're which very ones? like. Uh, I have to pull them up, but it's new compound old yeah. design. They're expensive. Yeah, they were expensive. So we had them, and they make Trofeo R's for the fifteen inch. Oh really? Is that oh, crazy? Oh, I'm wow. not gonna go with that. Yeah, but they're they're like the but they're 50 on... series, I think. Yeah, I think so. But dude, that's so we cool. had uh, the Pirelli P6000s. That was or on the, on the, the Radwood 44. Yeah, the Radwood one on the campy wheel uh, wheels. Those are pretty good, and they were pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing they they drive nice. The only thing I don't like about them is the tread patterns. This weird zigzag. It's not a great tread. No, they're not a good looking tread. Yeah, pattern. they kind of have like a zig, like a. Like a lightning bolt, kind too of many lines, too many lines. Yeah. This one, too much of a V versus. Yeah, these these Pirellis, they they looked old school, and I think they would work for an E30, but they did look almost like a like a winter tire. They're very blocky, hmm. grabby. That's <laughs> um, tires. Well, like, did you see the tires on Racing Ali's uh, Porsche? Those are CN36s. No, I know what CN36s. Oh, that's right, because like. Art had them. Yeah, on yeah. His, I know uh, what CN36s look like. Yeah, these are not that. CN36s. These are an good. 80s look. Not a seventies look. What is yeah. 80s tired look? Um, MXVs kind of uh, tri- Yokohama 0008s or whatever. It's that's a good looking tire. Look what I have on my search. My first thing that comes up, I was looking at what it's it just described the, to the so people. It's a, a railroad tracks and you have like a regular like Schwinn varsity. 10 speed with like a outrigger canoe thing so it can go down the. That's pretty railroad. awesome. What do you do with that? Well, survey railroad track <laughs> at slow speed. Well, here in Santa Cruz, we have a whole railway that is unused. It goes the entire length of Santa Cruz. And, uh, you know, you could get. This is probably the beta for Tesla autopilot. Yeah, you can be yeah. on your 10 speed and you can just. That's take what your hands train, off. trains are, is autopilot, right? Um, I'm going to try to look this up. Pirelli 15. Uh, Yokohama AVS A- Intermediates were my favorite tires. Oh, of like the, the A008s with the little... That's what I was just saying. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they have the little circles. Little, little dots. Yeah. Like, and like the divots the, out of AVS them. Intermediates had them as well. Little, little circles. And they're tread wear bars. Yeah, they were like almost our compound The triple O eights definitely yeah. were. And those came out in like the early 80s. It's, it's, I found it. These are the uh, Pirelli... 
Cinturato P7s. Oh, the P7s, yeah. That's a yeah, Porsche. So, so that's like a Porsche 928 tire or 944. Or like the first 930s, like the yeah. 76, 77. It looks pretty good. It looks it looks in 80s, right? That looks correct. Yes. Yeah, no, they're really they're actually really good tires. Yeah, they, they yeah that's a good quick. looking tire. They wear out quick. They, they wear out quick. Hard quick. Uh, like, yeah. Like, let's say you don't drive it, and after two years, it's going to be huh. yeah. hard. That's funny. And they're, BF, 50, and they're 50 series. Yeah. BF Goodrich's that I had fucking, yeah, they last so forever. Like, like, if you look at a 77 Turbo, they really came out with a 50 series tire for the 77 930. 76s didn't get it. They got the same as the RS setup. And 50 series was like, oh, that's the, yeah. So, but it, the setup was two 250s in the rear, which looked great on a 15 inch wheel. Yep. The front That's were what these are, 225. 205s. 205s, 55s. No, they what? were 50s. If you look at it, they don't make a 55. So the front looks so... If you look at stock photos of a 77 930... Yeah, they're all... They look. They kind of look yeah, sort of... Uh, big wheel gaps party, in the front. Raked, yeah, yeah. raked, and way big gap. <clears throat> bachelor party? Remember that? You remember? Huh? Tom Hanks, bachelor party. Oh, I thought that was... Remember it. the one guy who's like the the kiss-ass guy, and they he has a 911 Targa, like a like a late 70s 911 Targa, and at, during the bachelor party, they go take it, and they jack it up, and they make it look... Dude, I don't remember. I, don't, I tried I don't to watch that movie actually like three weeks ago, and it kind of sucks. It's Dude, classic this, Tom Hanks. Yeah, but way. it's not... By the way, if a movie... If Lane says a movie sucks, it's got to be the worst horseshit... It did. How, when was the last time you watched it, Paul? Uh, yeah. It's like pretty boring, dude. It, they don't even get to the... I watched 45 minutes and they weren't even at the bachelor that's party what, yet. So that's what they oh, do. Oh, shit. That's pretty <laughs> that's awesome. That's what they do to his target. Uh, flames on the side, raked. Yeah, yeah it's super I mean, raked. Super raked with KC off-road yeah. lights. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let me see. That's almost there. like... Is that, that a, cold, uh, so. is that a... Like, this is like Magnus's last build, I think. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, is that a singer prototype? Holy shit. Has KC's... Oh, on the fender pontoons, on like on it. top. <laughs> and then what's on the... There's has, more KC lights down by the grill. Yeah, down I see by the, those. And the then it has, a, it has some cool, like, frou-frou stuff around the mirror. Yeah, it's got, like, the like, little dingle thing. Yeah. Whoa, look at that rake, like, though. Like Cheech, Cheech and Chong. Damn, uh, it has some, like, 305s in the back or something. Up yeah. in Smoke. If you want a good car movie, Up in Smoke. Oh, first, yeah. First 20 minutes. The VW Bug with the Rolls grill yeah. right yeah, off the bat. That's so good. But... I, I remember with 80s tires, like I thought Corvette tires were cool because you have the lines that run the circumference of the, you know, like if you look at a Michelin MXV, you'd have two lines, but like the Corvette had like six lines. Oh, uh, yeah. Any, but they were just the little, like you were talking about, Warren, the little blocks, the yeah. little blocks. Of yeah, tread. yeah. Well, you should look into those Jajaro designed Redestines. Uh, they make sport a fort track yeah. or whatever they're called. Well, he has 14s. That's yeah, what he had. What size leaves. are the ones? What size are your tires on the? Uh, one ninety five, sixty fourteen. They are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, per- How'd you like them? I they're mean, good. You, you were totally flying. You're flying behind me. I try to keep at, up you with know, you. That's a uh, yeah testament enough. Um, they're totally fine. I think that would work. And how great for your car to be Jajaro design, and then yeah. it's basically. I wear the Jajaro watch. You could even paint it in with yellow or white. You know, Jajaro. No, because that'll next, just irritate. Go to the next level. <laughs> that'll just irritate. Well, not, maybe, not, maybe not permanent, but uh, well, maybe. no, you wouldn't rebrand them as a different brand. That was great. Oh, <laughs> that was where he had Sumitomos. Sumitomos. He had Sumitomos with Dunlop. Dunlop. Dunlop written on the side because it fits the back date. It yeah. works. Yeah. The back date.
offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. This is interesting because I came down and visited you in Costa Mesa at your shop, and you showed me your clown shoe. You have a BMW mm-hmm. uh, Z4. Yeah, 99M Coupe. Coupe. Z3. Uh, Z3. <laughs> Z3. Yeah, yeah. Z3. Um, and you said that you were trying to get that thing back in the mix. Yep. I want to make that to... Rally car. Something I could take on one of your events kind of thing. Right. Just well, here- drive, you know... It's well, TikTok, a, TikTok. I don't see it uh, making a, making the grade here. <laughs> Actually, the budget for it just went into the impulse. Yeah, um, I was gonna say. Yeah, and it's kind of, and I sold off all of that stuff back in the day. What's all the stock stuff that you would want to put back yeah. on? Yeah. So I mean, it's gutted interior, completely gutted. Um, no headliner, no nothing. The only thing left is the dash. Mm-hmm. The gauges I have, I did save some of the stuff, but, but it's stuff I couldn't sell. Um, seats are gone, steering wheel gone. Um, the whole there's like a there's like a thing behind the seat that would hold like a subwoofer or whatever. The Harman Kardon system, all that stuff is gone. The plastic. Oh, you don't really need a lot of that. No, I mean, what, my door thought, panels would be nice. Headliner would be nice. The, the, yeah. So nice. right now the door panels are just aluminum. Yeah. Flat. Type thing. Just so put some. I was thinking like cover them in cloth, like an RS style yeah, exactly. yeah. thing. And um, I have no windows in those doors anymore. Oh, so I have to go get windows. <laughs> you want those? And and and, and there's uh, maybe gosh, the windows. Sand. Do you have to look sand with a little uh, little slider? I do want air conditioning back. Jesus in. Christ, this guy. <laughs> And I'd do like a light. What the fuck carpet. is air conditioning? Just buy another car, I dude. Love air conditioning. I know. Buy another I M coupe. Just air. buy another M coupe. Yeah, Sell that one. Like. I almost thought about putting air conditioning on a 914. That, that they did. They did sell it. I was going to ask. You yeah, that. they cut the a big old hole in the front floor. So like when I so like, gross. Every time I see a 914, the guy who sold the Isuzu to me, I mean, he must have read my mind because we he pulled up at the airport, at San Jose. He, you know, I got there, pulled right up. He had his kid in the back seat. I got in. He had the air blasting. Uh, it was like a nice 65 in there. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a hot day today. It was warm. It was warm, and I got in. And I was like. If the air conditioning works, we're in Hell a yeah. place. Yeah, what was this guy? How old of a man was he? Or what was his he's deal? A, <laughs> a man. <laughs> I'd say he's probably in his mid to late 30s. And, oh. he, and I asked him, so it's a one-owner car before him. Mm. It was kind of interesting. So the the he was he said he bought another Impulse. I guess he's into these cars, but I never quite understood why. So he's not very impulsive. He knows what he likes. He knows what he likes. He's determined. Yeah. And uh, he went down to Fresno, bought one, and he didn't make it back. The transmission took a crap. And oh, and apparently, unfortunately, transmissions are hard to find on those cars. I am not surprised. It's it's That's... Mitsubishi Mighty Max territory. Yeah, yeah. So he had this national-type search looking for stuff and basically found the transmission. And when he started talking to this lady, she's like, yeah, my late husband um, had has an impulse, too. He's like, really? And it was this car. Um, he had died 10 years earlier mm. and they took it off the road. It was, it, it stopped being driven in 2006 and then he bought it. They tuned it up before he got it and, uh, sent it out. So he's had it about just under two years. He drove it down to the Japanese 
Nostalgic, yeah. Car show down at the uh, Queen Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was, he's like, I came in second, hmm. um, cause another Isuzu one. Huh. I said, how many were there? And he's like, two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, he got last place. He got what's last that, place. Yeah. What's that Nissan that was at Radwood Austin last uh, year? Uh, 200 SX or which yeah, one? Yeah, a really good one though. That, uh. Is that what you're talking about? Like or the what? Tweed interior, yeah. Not, not was, the Pulsar. No, you're talking about 200. It was, uh, like, tannish 85 gold yeah it's the 200s you know those yeah they were rear wheel drive i mean they were yeah. the ones that and they kind of wedgy they're now like the drift holy grail Probably. but but at the time they were kind well of no you're like talking about they were hairdresser cars. you're talking about 240 sx was it oh, that's the drift yeah. ones but this is square this is like they're really it's square notchback. it's a notchback, a notchback. No, almost no, it's a hatchback it's a hatchback it's almost like a pull like a nissan pulse like or like your your little shitbox you just bought, <laughs> um, a, a little impulse. It's you know, it's a it's it. it's like a Scirocco, or yeah. it's it's that it's in the same vein as that. And um, they had a very I think it's like an eighty five two hundred SI. I think they had a digital dash and stuff. Like they're pretty. Oh yeah, it's got the. They weird, had some interesting wheels. That looked it's like, very impulse. It almost looked like they would light up. Mm-hmm. Without opening, but it's like a reflector there, right where the pop up part. Yeah, would be. we had a very nice one at Austin. They're cool looking year. little car. And Are they rear wheel drive or they seem like front wheel drive? I don't know. It's a Nissan. It's got to be front wheel drive. Yeah, but at that generation, the Maxima is rear. I don't know. I think it is front. I had a Maxima too. Uh, first gen ninety five. So oh, the, the four door sports car. Yeah, the four door. It was. The, the first nice gen one. was the ones where the headlights looked like they wrapped all the way around the side in yeah. the front. They were kind of. I know what you. Yeah, yours I had the nice. next generation. Oh, that okay. was the first car I. With bought like leather myself. and wood, like they they stepped up that gen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pleather, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the one advantage you have over my situation with the Mighty Max is that there are actually people that like Isuzu impulses. They're and they're talking about transmissions and fucking weird parts. Yes. Mighty Max, there's none of that. It's just fucking hillbillies and Mexican dudes and gardeners that don't give a shit about the trucks. They throw them away. But there's no, like, you know, what? Body that, if, you look, if you look at the no. comments on the auction, as soon as I won, like, two guys from two f- Zuzu forums. Welcome to the club. Yeah. You are now part of our group. So, so <laughs> RS group. Yeah, RS. So I, I go on to. Dude, so you should start RS group. The, yeah. So I go into the Azuzu for, it's a Facebook group. So I go oh, into that shit. group and it's got a picture of all the dudes on the front cover. What? And I, I, Are they naked? No, no. It's just oh. like the club, like the club photo. I gotcha. And so I, 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 you know, turn my computer screen around to my dad. I'm like, look, these are my new people. <laughs> they're just, they're like, you know, when you're kind of nerdy, but you're trying to throw a gang sign. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. It, it's that. It's like, that's a awesome. Hey, don't, don't. So I, so I, it's, it's a private club. Like it's not, you better be public. quiet. So I, I said, all right, I'd I like should, to be part of this. You need to talk to, uh, David Swig, who's, uh, runs oh. the California Millet and he works Howard's for, son, right? Yep. Yep. No, Howard's brother. Howard's brother. Howard's brother. Uh, Martin's son martin's yeah martin swig's dead right but uh he famous azuzu lover in our early lemons days they yeah oh, they were pitted next right? to us i don't know what he has now but uh he he loves them and it's like this weird thing because his dad was into you know ferraris and jaguars and yeah stuff, blue and chip he, stuff he they were in, pitted next to us and they would they drove an alfetta back then oh but, that's another shitty car yeah i exactly. had a 70 i had a 75 alfetta yeah. automatic that oh. was like it was like Jesus. blister beige. Okay. Like Why are Alfettas so bad though? What is so bad about them? 
everything. Everything. But it seems cool. It's like a GTV six, it, but so it had a four cylinder like style. So I, I, no, steel style. They look good. Before they look I, like a GTV six. Before I started yeah. Auto Kennel, I was just helping friends sell their car. I sold a car, and then next, you know, a friends like, "Hey, can you help me?" Yeah. So one of the still friends today, really nice guy, Jim, who's an alpha guy. Um, Early on when I met him, this is like early 2000s, he's like, hey, can you help me sell my Alfetta? At the time, I didn't know what it was, and he brought it by. And it, it's kind of like a European taxi that you would now see like barely holding together in Beirut <laughs> yeah. or something. But it's and a two-door coupe. I was picturing the sedan, which they made. Um, oh, yeah, sedan. but this and is... That's a, like a... I had, the one I have is a sedan. Could, oh, I'm talking about the you know the GTV6 looking Alfetta. Is, it is, oh, yeah, those which are Which is nice. the coupes. They're cool looking, they're cool, but, but the they're sedan. supposedly suck, too. But like if you look at the Julia, the old 60s and early 70s yeah. Julia sedans, is, they're cool looking. Yeah, it's pretty ugly. It's, it was oh, like a, yeah, the four-door one It was like an idiot version of an E12. If you go into... So an auto kennel, we have past tenants, and it's got... Just one picture of every car we've ever sold. And it goes way you should, deep. You should call them inmates. If, <laughs> if you go all the way down the end, you'll see an Alfetta in there. you got to dive really far down because there's 1,100 in there. I know you have a lot of free time to do more shit online for free. But, I do. But uh, maybe do like a uh, remember when thing where you say, this is what this car sold for back in whatever. Oh. You kind of go through your uh, greatest hits. See, that's what I, that's what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. I was. No, my, it's like Chris Andropolis's car, but his is GTV six. But when you said so, Alfetta, they made, basically they made the same body with a four cylinder. Yeah, and it was oh, the Alfetta, and that car. was like in no, the seventies. Looks literally like yeah. a terrorist yeah, yeah, sedan yeah. that you would see in in the Middle East somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, when you said Alfetta, I, I thought sedan, and they're not good, but that's yeah. that's much better. So hmm. I'm excited about Impulse. Territory. So you're coming to Morning Motors tomorrow. Obviously, when people listen to this, it'll be uh, long gone, and we'll have uh, photos on Instagram, I'm sure. Um, Are you going to do an article time. about it? No. You should. You should do a blog post for DWA. Yeah, you should. Do, yeah, do one for us. Well, I was going to do... I started doing some video. I might do like a little video of the journey. Send it. He passed us by. Do Write an article about the car for <laughs> Terry Wallace's um, blog. Also, tomorrow, I will. we should really try to get you parked next to a Scirocco. Oh yeah, is is Jason in town? I don't know Jason, but Thomas Park might come. Uh, yeah, this car hopefully. Just got detailed by his car is really nice. Oh, too. It looks exactly like Jason's. The this goal. car is a little. They're it's so funny. Smart. I'm used to delivering really clean cars, and he washed it. I, he tried, but it's. I, I wish I had an extra day. I'd be like Kevin. Can I? Oh, yeah. Drop right, it off. Right, so right. does it have anything like any needs right now, or anything I you want to do to it? So it's really. I'm used to getting in a lot of different cars and quickly assimilating, but I realize they're kind of the same cars and just definitely like just figuring out this, the seat, everything about that car, the, the little bit of time I've had. So like what I spent an hour. An hour? Yeah. So like it has your normal Japanese, like a, a turnbuckle, like your 944 for the tilt. Yeah. Like this. And you I have like, a slide. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, Cause you're not My flop, E30 flopping back. My E30 is a floppy yeah. mess. Oh, have you ever had, you know, inside the E30 seats, there's, there's four of those. Yeah. I was test drive. A client dropped it off. Didn't tell me anything. I went for a test drive. <laughs> you hit the fucking lever and flew uh, backwards. Um, I, I stopped at a stop sign in like a little neighborhood and I was like, okay, I'm going to do a left turn here. I stepped on the gas and the 
seat. I next thing you know, I'm looking at the headliner. Oh, it, it, it is. <laughs> it's hilarious. So, so wait, why does it do that? There's inside an E30 seat. There's like you know the hood shocks on like a Porsche or something. Yeah. There's four little my first hood shocks. Like uh-huh. they're like what six inches long? My first hood. Shock. There's like the tiniest little play school it's an thing. Easy bake hood shock. Yeah. And so when the seat bends so, or tweaks so, or something? when they're bad when they're bad oh. and you know I'm not exactly wafer You're thin yeah. and it's felt so. Between You're accelerating and turning, I it just was enough pressure that they all just sort of yeah. went poof. So it literally the back seat, it By hit the, way, the back seat. I'm looking at the headliner. I, you know how hard it is. Oh to, yeah, to pick yourself to up, pick yourself when, up, especially and you're accelerating, and accelerating. And I got myself just enough to look at the steering wheel as I went onto the center island. Oh, and unfortunately, I just kind of went, but it, it was a 325 is. The like an eighty seven yeah, lower the bumper. Big, the big uh-huh. bumper. Oh, you munch that thing oh, bad, huh? Yeah, that was expensive. Irreplaceable now. I, between the seat and that was about fourteen hundred dollars on a car that was worth uh-huh. $1,500. $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, an old customer called me. He has a nice E thirty convertible, and he was asking me how to rebuild his seat. I'm like, ah, I did a quick Google search, and there's a really nice write up. Someone's gone through all the trouble. To, it's expensive. Yeah, it is, and you never know what you're going to find. Bro. A lot of work. I was trying yeah. to figure out. Like, yeah. I've seen a lot of – the upholstery guy, there's a upholstery guy next to us, and I've seen a lot oh, of yeah. seats apart. They're the only ones that have that. Like, what was it's BMW's weird. idea? I like, think it was because, And that's Recaro made those. Yeah, right? yeah. Essentially, what they wanted to do is have a manual seat, but it was very smooth in opening to get people in the back. So you have one lever, and if you're in the back, you could press the lever and push the seat up. And, and with we, those struts, it was supposed to kind of like uh, launch it forward. But after all those struts wore out and everything started getting twerked and fucked up, it doesn't ever last. You know, yep. it doesn't feel the same way. So, and the Porsche used cables, right? <laughs> and you can take them all apart and rebuild them, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was expensive. And now for finding nice seats that are reupholstered poorly, I'll say it's fucking so expensive. Set of like black seats, a sport like seat, is like fourteen hundred bucks for a E thirty, and I mean, I mean it's expensive, but I, I'm used to Porsche parts, right? Yeah, we Porsche we prices. we sold a pair of early seventies sport seats that needed reupholstery for eight grand. Jesus, well that's a, and it just and they're and they're actually horrible. Like you're talking about the seventy four, the early seventies yeah. seats are great to sit in. Yeah, and actually the nine nine six nine nine three nine nine six sport sports seats. seats. Are great. Those are the ones that my brother, when I, I sold him my 996, I had the sports oh, seats. So nice. And then he, and there's, but then you get in like what croc, what, uh, oh yeah, has. they're too tight. And yeah, but when, those when they totaled that, but when they totaled the car, they were, they offered him something like, um, I forget what the number was now, but it was like he bought the car off me for 30 grand. Wow. Um, and then he totaled the car, they offered him 39 grand for the car. Wow. For, to pay out. And he said, well, all these comps, none of them have a sport, pa- sport seats. And they said, okay, we'll give you 43. Wait, is this, which brother? Blaze. Uh, there's a pattern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. He made. That's a, yeah. But the nice thing You're is like, he let gave, me go break another one. He gave Lane five grand when it happened. Oh, just kidding. No, he didn't. <laughs> no. Not that altruistic. And he only owned the car for like Hell no. eight months or something. Yeah. Oh, wow. We, like, we just got a 968 in, um, great car. And when you put, this, oh, I've never driven a good one. I wish I could drive it. This is a third time selling the same car. Huh. Wow. It's, it's a 95, uh, six speed manual MO30 sport chassis. So, so they brought in like five or six thousand nine six eights. Yeah. Yeah. And half were coupes, about half coupes, half cabriolets. 
of all the production run. A lot of autos, run, too. Yeah, a lot of autos. All the production run, 99 North America ones came with the MO30 sport chassis. 13 and 95. Jeez. And, and what's weird is we have last year, so two 95s. Yeah. I drove them a uh, day before yesterday, back to back a 95, nine, nine, three with MO three Oh, and a 95, nine, six, eight. Oh, interesting. I cannot tell the, the nine, the nine, nine, three MO three Oh, it's imperceivable. Like the difference between a stock, non a stock one. Yeah. Oh, really? But the nine, six, eight harsh. Really? Like if you're, I, if I have that car and you're down by me, yeah. I would love for you to drive it. I mean, I was like, why wouldn't people? Because it was like a twenty five hundred dollar option, but the car was expensive. It was a forty thousand, forty something thousand dollar, forty fifty thousand dollar car. Yeah. And I was like, why wouldn't people? Because it, it came with a bunch of stuff: brakes, you know, sway bars, uh, shocks, shock struts, yeah, yeah. springs. And there was a couple other funky things. It was, it was really a like seemed like a bargain. Yeah. But I drove it down the road. It is harsh. It hmm. is. harsh. It is aggressive. Huh. Interesting. Like a it's a coupe, right? It's a coupe. What yeah. color is this it's car? It's black, black, like all of them. Yeah. yeah. I like those cars. Yeah. It's what's it worth? And that's the funny thing is it's worth it'll sell for around thirty. What's yeah. the mileage? That's a lot. Seventy thousand miles? Yeah, that's good. That's a lot of um, money. That's a lot of money. It seems oh, like. you should see the work that went into this. Really? Like the, so the first guy I sold it for was a second owner and, and he serviced everything at Newport Beach Porsche. Jesus. And Christ. you should see the bills for that. Like, I kind of feel like that's Cam a, tensioners and all that shit. That's right? like they a, need all that stuff. That's right. what's And then tough. the next guy was a do it yourself guy who would just hoard parts because he was afraid that they would go non-existent. Yeah. So I've got a box of parts and he put like 15,000 miles on it, but fixed everything. Like he, you know, the glass delaminates. Mm -hmm. He found a NOS never used yeah, yeah. glass. Expensive part. Just kept it. it, and put it in. Probably like 3,500 bucks or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are the one. My mechanic would always like tell me not to get a 968 or a 944 S2 because Basically, so the, the engine they yeah they drive well, but they have a lot of these parts in the well, engine. That someone was need telling me service. the balancing system for that three Mitsubishi. Liter Mitsubishi. Well, nine minus, but they, no, the but so is it same in the yeah, yeah, yeah they, same they, on they all of them. The, yeah, they they the bought technology. the license from Mitsubishi because uh, if you remember, like Starions and all those Mitsubishi's had big two point four liter four cylinders, right. so they needed this the system and Porsche like was going to develop their own. And they're like, they basically said, fuck it. Like it's yep. already developed. So they bought the, but, yeah, the point is like, so if you had the 993, same mile, same condition, it would be probably 60 grand. And this car is half the price, substantially better driving car. I mean, it's the first, when I drove it, I was like, this would be, it's sort of like M coupe meets, like sport Evo, very sport Evo. You know how sport Evo felt like that's the amount of power you need. Yeah, right. That's right. Like you drive a 944, and I drove an S2, and the S2 was really nice, and this is just. Feels like a high uh, build quality car. 236 horsepower, mm -hmm. um, three liter, four cylinder. Yep, E36 M3. Yeah. Nice car. I don't know if it's that's 30 cool. grand nice, but. I'd love to check it out. Um, yeah. I don't know though. Thirty grand's not a lot of money these days. You're right. You're right. You think about so. What do you get for Porsche thirty grand? I don't think a Porsche. So bet, yeah. I, I mean, if you think okay, about nine forty four, so, non turbo. So nine forty four non turbo seventy thousand miles, super clean. 
low teens? 15 grand. Yeah, 15 yeah. grand. So half teens, price. Half price. Half price. But, but you get you a 951, 75 yeah. mile 951, and yeah. you're at low to mid 20s, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Depending on color and condition. So we sold two last year. They were both 86 turbos. Yeah. One was. Uh, Are they both black. turbos? They're both turbos. One was guards red black, and the other yeah. was Kalahari beige with beige interior. Yeah, I mean the whole thing was like sitting in a stocking. Yeah, yeah. It was a weird fleshy color. But um, and they both had like fifty, sixty thousand miles, well cared for, and they both sold for thirty something. No, low low twenties. Oh, they were okay. Yeah, we sold a turbo S, an S in the the silver with the with silver the rose. the silver the rose. It was on Bring a Trailer, um, and the client got sick, and he was afraid that he just didn't want to deal with it, so he barely had it, and that sold for sixty. Yeah, and that's super rare. And that, but like you drive that Turbo S, and it, it doesn't feel. That's where you get to the point where that doesn't feel twice as special as right, this one. Right. You know, you're just paying for the fact, and I always feel weird because the only thing that is identifiable on that car, no one walks around with their window sticker. Showing like, hey, I got the S package. Yeah, is if you it's get the, the seat. If you get the silver rose, you have to have the eighty-eight pink. Yeah, and know, then if you have the the funny the people with eighty nines, it's not called a turbo S, but that's the same spec. You. Go, but they the always time. call it a turbo S. I'm like, dude, that's not a turbo S. So like, the guy goes, I have an eighty-nine turbo S. Yeah, and you're I'm like, like no, no, it's not a turbo <laughs> S. They go, well, it has <laughs> well, the same exactly spec. The same. Yeah. You go, yeah, but they made different colors, and it doesn't. It doesn't look any different than well, the 86. Turbo 80, S, they made different colors. We had a maraschino red one. 88? No, I thought that... No, 88 was... So what happened was they made like 700, and they were all like okay. silver rose. Okay. But there was such a And then they made some other ones? So then people started... We gotcha. had a... It was like called maraschino metallic. Hmm. It was like a... You know the ugly oh. interior? It was like that shade on the outside. Great. With, oh, uh, with like, like a, a dark, dark, a dark maroon? To digress a little bit, the 968 we had, we had another one about, let's see, 2011. And it was, talking about color shift change, it was such a horrible color. I remember the guy we sold it to, he was having serious doubts. And it was a teal. It was, it was Amazon green. Uh, No, it's worse. The entire interior, everything, headliner, headliner, steering wheel, dash, everything except for the middle black part where the gauges go. Sure. Magenta. Ooh, green on magenta? It, it was... I'll show you a picture of it. It's... That's If you horrible. just look up... If so it's like special wishes, like... 95, fucking MO30, limited slip, sunroof delete, dude, but, sports seats. But how the much... Holy grail. That's like a make But I bet that thing's kind of rare and worth so something. I, I remember at the time I had two oh, turbo... definitely. Because it's so weird, right? Rare shades, like triple zero. Now like, everyone's all... Yeah. Because I showed a couple people that, and they're like, that would be wicked. I go, you don't understand. Less than 10 years ago, when I tried to sell it, it was, we had two 95 MO30 cars, a black one. It was this one. And one sold for 25, and the other one sold for 15. The guy I sold it to had it for a month, and he put it on eBay. And yeah. I called him up, I'm like, what's wrong? He said, Oh no! I thought I could get over the yeah, color. Yeah, you can't handle it. But that's and the it, thing is, everyone like says times. the people who say that color is cool have no money. Those are the people who are like, "Oh, it's so rad!" A green on green Porsche. It's kind of true, but people are buying like the purple nine nine six fours now and stuff that, like that. But not with a weird combo. Yeah, there's also there was like a lot of those. Um, you'll see like nine nine sixes that were the the metallic green with green interiors, yes. green carpet, yes, and all we light green. That would so gross. 
would be yeah, like, yeah. that's the best color ever. And it's like, well, you're not going to buy it. Like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. The people who really have the money to buy that car or to think that it's worth money. Yeah. Uh, so Paul's, no, that's better than Pepto. This is Pepto-Bismol. That's a that's a more ooh wow that's a more, ooh, uh, that intense, is uh, almost like the exterior of the nine six four RS yeah yeah ruby stone it, uh, ruby stone but like in leather well. but imagine a leather that's uh, that's disgusting yeah that's disgusting oh that thing so, even has sport seats and everything but dude. It, was, it was it had oh it so mo thirty came with sport seats right no no that was an extra MO30 option thirty was just the sport chassis it was just the, the chassis limited slip was separate the oh M- so the, limited so slip the, wasn't this an was mo thirty who was a t- TWA flight attendant and she retired and and she you know saved up her money and special ordered this. Huh. So this older it's woman crazy. got this color, all the killer sports stuff. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, in 95, there's only 13 of these that were made that had the sport chassis. Um the outside looked like dark 80, 90s teal. That you know, like the yeah. Japanese cars. Yeah. You know? When I was in uh, fourth grade my uh babysitter, her best friend, who would always like come over with her, they were six they were like fifteen turning sixteen. Oh, this is and like a dream. She was Movie getting a brand right now. She was getting a brand new nine six A for her sixteenth birthday. Ah, that they were so they were were That's they like forty five to fifty? It was like ninety two. That's right? insane. Or that was the fourth, fifth grade, well, I guess. Well, so so Turbo S was almost fifty in eighty eight Turbo oh, S. Like nine six eights were like I want to say they started at like 42 or something like that, but that's like irresponsible. And so an Acura Integra brand new is 21 or something or 19 or something. Nine. Oh, nine. My 87 Integra was the LS. Oh, in 87. Yeah. And it was, oh yeah. So the, so yeah, go into, yeah. So it was probably twice as much as a, I know like an 83, 944, like first year 944. I think they started at like 199 or something, almost 20. Wow, that was expensive. Oh, but a um, very like an eighty-seven three twenty-five I was thirty grand. Yeah, it was like twenty-eight grand. And uh, and a nine forty-four was like the same price. Mm. So well, cars cars used to be more expensive, dude. In like the eighties, so and they're, stuff? they're cheaper now. Yeah, a three series. Like if you do an inflation calculator on a an eighty-eight three twenty-five IS. It's like way more expensive than a than a new, you know, three series. Or do you compare it with an M three? So an M three, you was, can't. No, you would compare an M three with an M three no, and eighty like eight. Three, yeah, an M three and eighty eight was forty grand. They were bang, yeah, forty grand. Forty grand and a and today, what's an M three? Seventy. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It might have been. Do a five series and five series was even. I mean, think about the pricing was pretty crazy. Oh, so Vegemite. No, I don't think we have time. A 928, a 19. No, I've had it. Oh, uh, so, so when I got married way too young, uh, we took our honeymoon. We did a cruise in Fiji, which sounds really exotic, but it was kind of like the, uh, you know, the, the, um, Gilligan's Island type ship. It was like a small ship held like 10 couples, kind of rinky dink. And you just went around the island. Oh, whoa. And so, so very Captain Ron. First time we (laughs) go, yeah, very Captain Ron. So we go to breakfast and they had pancakes, just like very American looking breakfast for, for, you know, buffet style, the top deck. So, and you're sitting, it's not a big boat and you're sitting right by the windows. And so I get pancakes. I'm looking for syrup. And so the Vegemite comes in these little like butter 
the little yeah. travel butter yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. So I was like looking for something. He's like, oh, you're the guy who's serving says, oh, you're looking for that. And you peel it back and it's the color of syrup, yeah. but the consistency of peanut butter. Yeah. We were I was trying like, to figure it out. And I was like, God, that's kind of weird. So I took it and I'm trying to smear uh. it all over the pancakes. Like the, the amount of picture, I got, like I got shivers, like I saw a spider, dude. Picture how much syrup you would put on pancakes. Yeah, I'm I'm emulating that with Vegemite. Oh. So I got it, 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 but the problem is it, it's stiff, so it's kind of it's like molasses. It's pulling up the pancakes and they're kind of shredding. So I kind yeah. of so there's certain areas I got way thick chunks because I couldn't uh, spread it. Uh. So I'm sitting there and I I take one bite and we're sitting so. This boat has maybe 30 people on the you know, 15, 10, 15 couples, something like that. And we're the only Americans. The rest are Kiwis and Australians. And I, I don't know if they're watching, like, probably just a prank. So I take a bite of it. Now, I will eat anything. I've eaten some shitty stuff, but I'll at least put it down the hole. Like, I'll swallow. Yeah. And just go, you know, all right, I'm going to. Oh, let's just talk about you were doing gluten back then. Oh yeah, this yeah, is yeah. when I would just PG. This is pre gluten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, before gluten, and uh, it would be pre. I remember so it, 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 was the, yeah. it was the only time I can ever remember having this physical reaction where my throat was like, "This is oh. not going down." Like, oh, right. and, and right. I had this complete <laughs> yeah. reflex. It was fighting, and it. I just literally sprayed the food. Jesus Christ, out man! Mouth, yeah, how did you out the spit window, it out? Out yeah. the window, out the window, dude, into the ocean. Like yeah. we were cruising along, and like everyone, at first they were laughing at my face because I think I turned really red and all this stuff, and then and like it was funny until whatever I guess spitting Vegemite into the ocean was like a political faux pas. The international incident, and like literally the rest of the trip. Oh, you were we blacklisted. Were, we were the Americans. Yeah, we the no way. Americans over there, no, seriously. Like there was a couple Kiwi guys. You basically like the only time they would talk to us when you they were burned so, American they were flag. Like, they were like, yeah, it was like burning their flag. Yeah. They were so like fall down drunk. They would talk to us because they probably just couldn't For, see us. No, they just forgot. They that, forgot. Yeah, yeah. And then they go, and it, so then we sit there at the tables, and we were like, like the kid who farted in the bathtub, just. Off on our own. Yeah, right. I wow. A, I, I was like, like that. I, and I was like, what is the big deal? Have you tried it since? No, I've got nightmares it's about time. it. No, it's time. It, ride that horse. Get it, back it is, on the saddle. Like, it's like licking a bullion cube. That's no, no, it's way worse. Bovright is like Bovright is yeah, like that. That's like is, that's not that bad. It, it's a it's a nasty it's a old mo- chew full with stale beer. It, it to me, it's like if you were to take the smell of rank cat litter and put it into no, a bite. It's no, it's like okay, you're you're the drunkest you've ever been, and there's a beer sitting there from the night before, and you have to go and and it has like someone's like ashing their cigarette in it. Go drink that. That's but what then, Vegemite but is. But then after you drink it <laughs> with salt. No, no, no. After you drink it, someone says, oh, that wasn't from last night. It was from a week ago. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's where it really yeah. comes in. So I bought a, I bought a pastry in Japan. It was a croissant, bear claw looking thing at a 7-Eleven. Super excited. Expecting I was, sweet. I was starving. Yes. Oh, yeah. Bite into it. It's cold bean paste. Oh, so gross. Still ate it. Well, yeah. there, where my dad used to work, there was a lot of Filipino people that would work there, and they bring Christmas stuff. And we finally learned cut into it first before biting it. Yeah. So same thing. It was a coffee cake. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you know, sometimes coffee cake will have like a ribbon of brown sugar sure. in it. Who doesn't so, love a ribbon? So, so good. I take this kind of coffee cake bear, and I bite it. So imagine the entire inside is filled with just egg yolk. 
Ugh. That that dry like you can't drink enough. If you drank oh, enough, like like, a, like just a hard boiled egg. Sorry, hard boiled egg, egg yolk. Hard egg. Like it, you think it's going to be sweet. There's yeah, absolutely yeah. nothing sweet about it. Just dry as and just fucking imagine ice. like I th- I was looking at like one uh, bear claw looking thing probably had ten egg yolks in it. Wow. I mean, just like freaking. Here's your defibrillator. Yeah. Wake up. Yeah. yeah, the worst part. I and mean, you're like trying to you cannot. There's not enough liquid in the world well, to like make that go down. That's Fil- the thing Fil- is you're Filipino expecting you something totally different. Not it's probably a, like it, fine it, dining Filipino restaurants. You know, they they stick to what they know. They just they, apparently never, it was a you know like, like we have the, Indian but their empanadas are amazing. Yeah, they're sweetbreads. Awesome. There's because I, I, every year she'd bring us food and like yeah, it's always I had great. a coworker. So you, you had no second thought. I'm like, wait was, a minute. I don't know if it was just her recipe, but she made this really good sweetbread. I think it had a Portuguese influence, but anyways. Ask her if, uh, what's the deal with the egg yolk. I think that's a podcast. Yeah. Uh, Paul, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. And hey. uh, it's a pleasure doing business with you. Business doing pleasure. Business doing pleasure. That's what Paul always says. Um, that's a Paulism. We'll see you next time. Yep. Bye. patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome go check us out on patreon and please become a patron of our podcast it helps us out a lot and you get some cool stuff in return we give you a weekly podcast which we title experts in automotive opinion i think we've done 60 of those so far something like that we also give you exclusive patreon only stickers and we'll send you a sticker pack right when you join uh we give discounts and early access to certain events we do, like Camping While Awesome, and we give you first crack at our rallies. Check it out and join us on patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thank you, guys.